Left but morally corrupt is Forwards Backwards Podcast, not from the corner of Glenway and Monroe, and not from the Gimme Some Truth Studios. This week we talk post-pandemic flock fashion, front feet, and preview Union Omaha on Wednesday. As always, I'm joined by the Joni to my chachi, Dan Fallon, who is not the hardest working man in Madison sports podcasting. Dan, European leagues finished up this weekend. What was the biggest surprise for you from the cavalcade of action? Uh, my, I don't even know if I used cavalcade correctly, but I just wanted to describe something as a cavalcade. The least surprising thing was Brendan Rogers falling at the final hurdle. I would say that would be the least shocking thing. Uh, although congratulations to Lester on a very successful season. Um, uh, you know, I, I feel like the, the old Tyra Banks uh, meme uh, is applicable here. We were all rooting for you, Brendan. We were all cheering for you. And then you go and do this. Like I wanted Lester. I wanted Liverpool and Lester and he, he, he cocked it up. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, you know, if I'm not trying to be funny, Lille winning Ligue 1 would be definitely the biggest shock of the weekend. Um, I would say, all of this love for Roy Hodgson. The guy's a terrible manager. I don't know why everyone's so excited about the well, guy. He was a good manager apparently 20 years ago. Yes. And that he was the first kind of English manager to go abroad. Yes. Also, least shocking, least shocking thing that happened, although this may have happened uh, during the week, week, weekday matches, was, um, was Sam Allardyce taking uh, shots at Mikhail Antonio. Um, and, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So just living up to this, living up to his own stereotype of just being a complete prick. Yeah. Well, and he was also, um, upset. He's still ticked that Liverpool won. Um, <laughs> still ticked. They got lucky according to Aller Dice. Um, and he resigned. He's done at West Brom and he's wondering why nobody will hire him anymore. It's shocking to me. Um, so yeah, a lot of, I thought Verona, uh, with their, you know, shock win over Napoli, allowing Juve to get into the Champions League and saving, really, I was worried about the Agnelli family fortune, uh, you know, because if they don't make the championship, uh, Champions League, the Agnellis, they could go bankrupt. Keith, at the risk of getting ourselves into some trouble here, I would, uh, I would suggest somebody look into the accounts of Juventus, Napoli, and uh, Verona, in the next few days, just to make sure everything's on the up and up there. I mean, uh, knowing what I know about Italian football, what I've read, what has happened over the years, that seems quote unquote fishy. Well, you know, one thing I'll say about uh, Juve, you know, is this is not without precedent. Um, <laughs> you know, I think they were relegated to Seri Q a couple of years ago. Correct. Um, I'm looking forward to the musical about Seri Q to go with Avenue Q, but uh, you know, uh, neither here nor there. So what you're saying, you know, there is some precedent not to rain on the parade of our Italian friends. And I am Italian. So I am allowed to make that joke. As we said last week, I have a little, my, uh, the maternal name on that side of my family is Giannotti with oh, two N's, was, two T's and, and two I's. So I, I thought think it was Fal- Falonito. <laughs> Fal- that, no, that's, yeah. that's an alter ego, uh, yeah. from the Island of Mipos. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we get into our first our, our first and only guest, who we're very lucky to have, uh, we do have to mention that Kyle is not with us today uh, because we have huge congratulations in order to Kyle and his wife, Emma. Uh, they added the newest member of the flock, 
uh, Desmond this weekend. Um, so congratulations to Kyle. I texted him uh, before we, we started recording and I said, I, I'm guessing you might have more important things to do in that uh, Kyle and Emma now have two children under the age of two. So uh, if Kyle uh, ditches us for bigger pastures, I think we'll understand because, you know, he's feeding two extra, another mouth. So our contract, you know, I think if he comes in and makes a transfer demand, we may have to let him go. <laughs> well, he could, he could go to the podcast that had on uh, Stephen Short from the USL, which we would never do. Never. <laughs> not not in a month of Sundays would we ever do that. <laughs> we're still we're still cleaning up the stink from when we had on their PR lackey. Oh I I, I still shower twice a day because of that. <laughs> Which, you know, and all kidding aside, he was he was he was a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was fine. But you know we have a we have a reputation to uphold counterculture edgy. Uh speaking of <laughs> reputations preceding them uh the, the man I would call the Bo Brummel of flock fashion, Mike Quito, also the only person in this conversation who knows who Bo Brummel is based on the very confused look that Dan Fallon is giving us. Uh, and also, you, you know, you can tell we're not recording this podcast, but Mike and I both put on collared shirts. Dan is wearing the, the clothes he slept in. Uh, you know, granted, it is a flock T-shirt, but Mike is wearing a lovely uh, nice pink Brooks Brothers polo shirt uh, that I think, you know, speaks to the themes. And so, Mike, what we want to talk to you about, and we're going to pepper you with questions, uh, as we return from the pandemic, we're post-pandemic, everybody has been wearing sweatpants for months on end, years, it seems like, on end. Dan doesn't even wear sweatpants, uh, just kind of, you know, puts a puts a shirt on with boxer shorts. We've got We've got some bare Dan leg on the screen. Uh, for those of you watching on the simulcast, that was not safe for work. Uh, so, Mike, to, to kind of get started, what are you thinking about for flock fashions going into 2021? Well, let me, uh, I was thinking unboxing videos are super popular. So what if we did an unboxing audio with what was <laughs> waiting for me uh, when I got home from work today? So uh, let's... Uh, Hey, Mike well, is Mike is I currently think, holding. I think for ASMR, you want to rumple that very gently, Mike. <laughs> very gently. Mike is slowly manhandling. Can we do this in Foley. Yeah. What, what is the label on the package, Mike? Uh, Johnson and Murphy. Very nice. Are we talking? And uh, this would be a new white belt. Oh. Two sizes larger than my previous white belt. <laughs> and that is post-pandemic fashion. You need to go back and get the things that make you look great, but you need to buy them again so that they fit. <laughs> Don't throw away. So essentially you need to have your best things in two sizes and don't get rid of the old ones because you should now expect to yo-yo back and forth between those two sizes between now and the end of time. And so that I thought you were pandemic fashion. I thought you were going to say between now and the beginning of the next pandemic. <laughs> it's right around the corner, people. I'm just being a realist. I'm just being a realist. 
get ready for it. Remember all of these things that you did get through it. You've got at least one to two more in your lifetime for anyone under the age of 50. <laughs> if you ever see particularly fashionable, well-made masks go on clearance, you fucking buy them all. <laughs> Start hoarding now for the next disaster. This really is agree. logical. Now, Dan, on the other hand, is the lone person who is going to need to get them a size smaller because Dan is, we're, we're seeing less of Dan than we did before the pandemic. Um, I, on the other hand, yes, I'm, I'm right around maybe, yeah, getting the belts bigger. It's, it's a push. It's a push. I, Keith, Keith showed up the night before the first game in a rope. He yeah. was just using a rope. My, my problem was I had been going to the gym pretty hard right before the pandemic and had just replaced things with smaller sizes. And then I joined the flock and then we have a pandemic. And that was <laughs> two high calorie um, <laughs> occupations. Yes. Yeah. Um, I am I, a little, I am a little concerned about that. I actually, I wasn't even sick on Saturday night. I just decided I couldn't do it for my own health. I just decided. Uh, so this is, by the way, Mike, a, a bigger, I, I was worried about that, Dan. I thought you were like, you saw how many beers I had already drank and you were like, oh, I'm not getting anywhere near that guy. <laughs> I've got a, my body is a temple. And that has nothing to do with my body. That just has to do with my psyches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Mike, one, one of the trends, though, in, in fashion... Oh, we're getting another unboxing. This is an actual box this time. Wait, we're bringing up more stuff here, Mike? I was muting that so that I'd be ready to open for the next bit when we had a segue, but... Uh, well, I was going to add... Go, go with your question, and I'll... Going uh, bigger is now one of the, the things that's been happening in, in the realm of fashion. For instance, the kids now, the kids nowadays, your Generation Z, your Zoomers, if you will are buying baggier jeans. I saw, saw an ad for Jinko jeans, which those of us who came of age in the 90s and early 2000s will remember as being ridiculously large and stupid. Um, we're someone, still, played the, someone played the long game on that, that, uh, that, that, that fashion. Yeah. Um, but we're also seeing you know, the return of mom jeans. Um, uh, and our dad jeans not far behind. Uh, you know... The kids are saying we don't want the slim fits. We want baggy and comfortable, you know, oversized sweatshirts. Mike, how do you feel about that relative to to the the uh, flock and our, our fashions going forward? I mean, we are th three of the elder statesmen, we'll say, of the flock. Right. Um, and when you said baggy jeans, I'm like, what are you talking about? 2000s? That was the 80s. Oh, right. You mean the last time it came back from the last <laughs> time it came back? <laughs> exactly. I forgot. <laughs> um, a whole cycle had happened without my notice. Um, so the thing is, for flock fashion, you have to mix a certain amount of looks with some practicality. Like you can't be wearing something so tight that you can't jump up and down and drop to your knees and scream go without splitting because you know that's a problem. So you need to have you know a fine spend three hours figuring out exactly which Levi's uh, fit is the just right one for you. Jump up and down in the uh, changing room repeatedly. Yeah. You know who could have used this, you know who could have used this advice, Mike, last week? Little Nas X. He could have used this this advice 
before he was on Saturday Night Live, if you didn't see his pants split open and he had to hold his crotch for about two minutes of his performance. So the world did not see his his uh, big Nas X. I'm pretty sure that was as much of an accident as Janet Jackson. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of it's yeah. kind of like an Italian. I, I like, it's kind of like how Juventus ended up in the Champions League. Kind of same thing. Kind of it, same. It, it's sewn that way. Yeah, <laughs> in the literal fabric of the uh, of, of the league. There you I, are. I thought Dan, you were going to go with the guy that could have used this advice was the guy who was fell over the signboard and his pants were were falling down. I still have yet to see this angle where you can see the gentleman with his pants hanging down. I think it's just because I'm still fixated on the guy holding his beer completely upright while laying on the ground. If there's a, if there's a flock hall of fame, that guy deserves in it. But I think Mike, you know, if you want to go baggier, you have to be careful that it's not so baggy that again, interferes with your jumping up and down and, and celebrating. Right. Well, yeah. And it needs to, you know, hems need to not be longer than your heel. Because then you'll it jump on them cause to cause you to trip. Yes. Yes. Uh, there's, so also, are, there's also a porter potty danger there. Ooh. Yes. You don't want so, to trips. Yeah. So we definitely got to worry about, you know, all of that. Um, but, you know, the, ideally you can find the fits that are a little bit more forgiving uh, in the places that in one's forties uh, need more forgiveness <laughs> while still being flattering in the places like your ankles that are doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> tight ankles, really. Ankle. Tight, tight ankle. Yeah, that, that is not what they have written about. <laughs> we're me we're, the, uh, we're returning to like uh, the Victorian age where the sight of an ankle will cause uh, us all to pass out. I, w- I one time had a girl in high school tell me I had nice wrists and I didn't know how to handle that information. <laughs> I feel like after, you know, just not getting as much stretching in, you know, you stretch before, even like if you just go lift weights, you're going to stretch a little bit before and like taking those little opportunities out, the whole body just starts to stagnate. And this is a very lengthy way to get that if I ever, if I ever again managed to bend over far enough to see my ankles, I probably would pass out. (laughs) (laughs) I need to look at them from a, you know, at a distance at an angle oh look there they are (laughs) still there yeah Yeah, there they are yeah um so what was the next item that you unpacked today mike that that will complement your your flock fashion the next bit this is for a specific very special flock event uh let's just recap so so uh, item one everybody was a, a, a white belt two sizes larger than uh 2019 we're on to second item this uh, does not replace an item that didn't fit. This uh, picks up uh, an item that was missing from the cupboard. Okay. It will be necessary on June 6th because we have a very, very important flock celebration. And uh, Mike, is, Mike is up and putting on the outfit. He has moved away from the camera. Uh, checking himself in the mirror of his new uh, bar, bar setup that he's got at the house. Oh, my. Yeah. Drop the other piece. Oh my. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this if you could see. So oh we are now oh my gosh. Properly prepared 
for the Sarah and Jean wedding extravaganza. Oh, that's right. Are so you... that was a, uh, a, a, a white stool and powder blue clerical shirt from CM Almy and Sons, which is the only uh, proper, you know, clergy uh, apparel company. So right. I am ready to preside at a, you know, civil ceremony. And then you also have the lovely rainbow and my Catholic education fails me here. Dan, do you remember what this is called? Uh, give me the first letter, Mike. It starts with an S. Sash. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. A stole. Stole. And then the- I already had leftover from a, a lesbian wedding I presided. So there you go. Recycling. It's a sustainable, Mike's a sustainable fashion consultant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's... didn't need to be refit because it doesn't have to buckle anywhere. <laughs> so important thing, number one is, first of all, just to check your fashions, right? To make sure they still fit, make sure your items that you had. What are, are there any other kind of transition tips as we get ready for, you know, going into 2021. One uh, question. I I was under the impression that uh, uh, Sarah and the Tall Mingo were already married. Uh, that is a lie that was spread on this podcast. Originated, I believe, on this yeah, podcast. It was uh, on the live podcast. It was our lie, Dan. In and front of the our lie. Yeah, okay. it was spread by me. So that was un- Keith. You told an you told a non truth. In his defense, podcast? I think he did not. I believe he was not aware that he was. Uh, changing lives with that uh, I, yes. yeah i think uh that's really i'm unaware of my own power and the power of this podcast really mike uh you know we're unaware of how how big and, and strong our reach is which is why mike i think i hope that any items that you're recommending for people for 2021 you've already obtained because if once you recommend them here runs on stores they're gone they they certainly should be um Actually, a current run is going on on the Flock store right now. And uh, by the time June rolls around, we may well be sold out of the Mingo Pride scarves. Um, We set up a pre-order before deciding how many to buy. And um, that decision was made. We ended up having to get the the highest uh, price break number because we sold more than the first two price breaks. Awesome. Uh, so that is some good money going to G-Safe uh, for their help in uh, helping young people uh, not hate themselves, uh, which in you know today's uh, Republican Party is is uh, a, a truly evil thing to do. Um, so you know we it, it is instead uh, it is up to us as reasonable adults who don't hate ourselves and don't hate children to uh, teach young people that they can love each other and love themselves. I think even for those adults among us who hate themselves, you know, we would like to encourage. You don't need to share it. Not to hate themselves. Yeah. I, we're trying to put an end to the cycle of self, I think is really what we're getting at. Like I was going to say, Keith kind of ticks off all three of the boxes that you mentioned there. However, he still wants young people uh, to be safe, happy, enjoy their lives and not be bullied and not feel like they don't belong to be part of our society by the evil, evil people who uh, would make them to feel like they are less than human because it's fucking gross. However, he is unreasonable 
he already said he doesn't really like himself. And I don't really, I don't really see him much of a kid guy if you ask me, but you know. Um, yeah. The, um, I mean, just look, the, the more, the bottom line is keep your self-hatred and your self-abuse behind closed doors. <laughs> that I think is a, if, if, you know, that's a lesson in goalkeeping, a lesson in life as we, <laughs> um, but if you're interested in purchasing this, purchasing the scarf, which is, uh, has a great slogan, uh, you know, forward, never straight on one side and uh, rainbow on, on the other. Uh, you can go to the Forward Flock website and to their store. Um, as I believe it's what Forward Flaw Two at uh, something. <laughs> yeah. No, what was that again? It's uh, Forward Flaw. F- it's fwdflock.org, I believe. Correct. Uh, and that you can click on the store. And as Mike alluded to, a portion of the sales uh, go to uh, GSafe, which is for the month of June. Uh, sort of the the elected charity for. Uh, and I don't know if it, what the, has the name of June changed? Because it used to be Gay Pride Month. Has it expanded? Is it got a different name? Am I, you know? I I'm just up. stupid. I'm like, you know, it, it's still June. What was it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> still busting out all over. Don, Donald Trump was not like Julius Caesar. Didn't completely screw up the calendar. <laughs> Same number is still had. The yeah. month, in fact, let's make it the month of dawn and make it the um, month where we celebrate. Uh, yeah. Sort of like the, the re- reuse of Maybe the names. The Ides of Dawn should be a national holiday. <laughs> I think that's as close of a joke as I can make before we get a phone call from the federal agency. <laughs> I think so, they're pretty. I think they're okay with it. Yeah, I think they moved on from there. I think he put them into enough harm that they're like, "Yeah, fuck that guy." Yeah, we're done with this guy. Uh, so get yourself a, a pride scarf. Um, other tips. Uh, great thing about scarves as well, Mike. Again, like the stole, you don't need to refit it. Correct. Your scarf will always fit, uh, no matter what choices you make uh, or have made uh, for you. It also, you know, it provides a little cover as well. Like it kind of obscures things. Oh, I'm not, I suppose if I wore all of my scarves at once, <laughs> we, need, we need the chant of the seven veils. Um, <laughs> this is a little bit like, uh, you know, uh, New York City subway where, uh, where, you know, you put on that big coat and nobody knows what you look like. That's why I think, well. Uh, That's why you wear a flamingo. You mean yeah. like my coworker who one time said it to be when it finally got warm out, he's like, man, there are a lot of women pregnant. I'm like, yeah, because they're not wearing coats anymore. <laughs> you idiot. Like, it's not like they all just are like, get, like having babies now. Like it happened all year. They just wore coats. Um, Mike, important question. How do you feel leaving aside, uh, you know, your flock wear at your pregame f- festivities, scarves as indoor attire? How do you feel about this? Oh, it very much depends on the scar. I mean, so first off, we have to let's bracket off Ascot as a whole separate category. And so if that scarf is silk and folded and tucked into the shirt, it's an Ascot and a, and a, and a conversation for another day. I never really thought I'd have to make that clarification in the conversation. Uh, by the way, do you have what was the uh, question? Well, important. <laughs> yeah, important can we book, can we book you right now for the Ascot episode? I think we'd want to make sure that. Well, we I, I don't know why we haven't turned this into the Ascot episode. <laughs> we have 
flock ascots ready for 2021? I was wearing one at the friendly. I wasn't sure if that was flock related or derby related because we had well, an overlap. both. And so do you have more in, in the future? I have, I have several pink and blue ascots. Uh, so if we need to do that also, I don't know if you noticed just how many floppy hats I use. So we were supposed to have a home game against Union Omaha. Oh my God, I tied it back <laughs> last year in 2020. The first Saturday in May was supposed to be a home game against Union Omaha. And we were working on plans like in December to make that a big Derby Day themed game. And I started shopping for pink and blue floppy hats and like floppy hats with flamingos on them. And I have a whole stack of them from the internet. And we debuted them a little bit in St. Louis in January. And then something happened, and then it came out again for a friendly. <laughs> Against the Bavarians. Yep. Um, um, I guess this is the question. If you have 2120 fashions that you weren't able to premiere, can you premiere them in 2021, or are they gone forever? I feel like there was, were there even, I don't even know, were there releases in 2020? Uh, Butt pants. It, it, no one would know. Yeah. Like it's, oh, oh no, I don't mean the official kit that you can tell. Cause we're just going to recycle through all those <laughs> forever. Cause they're yeah. all, those are, those are perennial, yeah. but uh, in sort of the world of high fashion, I don't think it happened. Um, certainly. Uh, uh, oh, the actress's name. Oh, this would have been such a good joke if I could. Um, <sighs> alas, alas, Meryl Streep, <laughs> Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep did not condescend to me about the exact shade of, sh shade of cerulean blue I selected from the bargain basement rack. Uh, 2020 was not a year in which that happened. So what you're, what you're telling me here is, uh, you know, the, the devil wears flamingo never happened. I think I may have to get a legal name change. Um, to the devil who wears flamingo. Uh, so that'll, that'll be fine. Um. So, so 2020 in terms of, of fashion, Mike, never happened is what you're telling me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there was a little bit of Devil Wears Prada uh, shades of blue going on with the home kit release party when uh, Connor said he wanted to... Uh, uh, sorry, Connor. We have we have all the Connors, all the Sarahs, all the Amandas, all yes. the Kyles, all the whatever. Uh, when when the when the owner <laughs> said that he wished they could have gotten more done, more navy for the home kit, and the sea of fans there for the field all started booing. <laughs> <laughs> Audible boos and shouts back to the notion. Like the navy on the sleeves looks sharp, and yeah. that's fine, and that's the last bit of navy he's ever going to get. That's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he said, "I wish I wish we could have done navy for our home kit." Everyone just started booing. I, I think that's absolutely correct. It uh, is. Any, correct. Uh, any comments on the on the the away kit, Mike? Uh, it is pretty magnificent. I it looks good on TV. I there yeah. has been talk back and forth about whether people like or dislike the collar. 
the collar really makes it pop on TV in a yep. way that the last away kit and oh, that's the lost fashion. Oh, those gorgeous, gorgeous releases that we couldn't, uh, you know, really get as much airtime as they deserve. Yep. But um, they did get a run out against the Bavarians, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, so they did at least get to be seen once at Breeze Stevens Field. Yep. But that uh, the but last year's away kit was, which is amazing, and my name's on, and 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 as are yours, um, and is a gorgeous, gorgeous uh, item. It looks so great in person, and um, ESPN Plus just doesn't do justice to it. So it, 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 you know, they're like, oh, they're running around in white shirts. I'm like, well, no, let's. They're thinking there. They're, so what's really nice about um, the new home uh, away kit, rather, is that uh, that collar really pops. It's a really classic look. Um, I joked when we were developing it, like, oh, well, then I can wear it to work. You know, since it has a collar on the shirt. The joke being that I wear the ones without collars to work two so, <laughs> that wasn't really an issue but i could i said i'll wear it to the mayor's office <laughs> she's a fan uh, she's a fan but it really she is a fan it really pops on tv uh you know and boy i mean that first uh away game uh when we got to watch the big screen at uh breeze and they come running out i feel like other people said it wasn't just me saying over and over and over again wow those are some good looking jerseys. <laughs> I I agree. And I think they, they look, the, you know, the, the polo collar, we might call it on soccer jerseys kind of went away um, for a long period of time. And I, I think it's a good retro. If we're bringing back other stuff from the eighties and nineties, if we're bringing back mom jeans, we should bring back collars on soccer jerseys. Sure. I, I think and we're very much well, on if, trend. And if it's not, if, and here's the thing for fans who don't like the way they look in collared kits. I, I, I'll, I'll uh, pull the clerical attire back out and absolve you <laughs> <laughs> from your obligation to purchase every kit. <laughs> you can't, you don't have to wear every, it can be great and, and not have to be great on you. Uh, I, I think and you so. can make those decisions. Words to live by. Uh, Mike, any other stuff in, in kind of going into 2021 people should keep an eye out on? Um, are there pandemic pieces that you're going to keep around for the for the fashion, things that you started wearing in the pandemic, maybe the, the pink muumuu, um, you know, that sort of thing? I uh, never did invest in caftans, and I ought to have, because they're rather expensive. Nice ones are quite pricey. And the problem with this pandemic is that nobody would fucking fess up that it was going to be forever. <laughs> <laughs> I could have economized on some, I mean, we all could have, you know, made smarter decisions about our workout routines. Well, it's only a month at home. Well, it's only two months at home. Well, it's no, buy the caftan, uh, <laughs> re learn to paint and start playing the piano or something, you know, like that. <laughs> yeah. we could have, right now we, we would all be piano virtuosos if we had started yeah. at the beginning. So, you know, we, but, uh, yeah, I did not, I did not make many, uh, the only pandemic perch pieces that I bought were a few things away size up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh boy, this is, but the masks, we, the masks, uh, you know, uh, I have so, because obviously, 
the mask should match your shirt. It's the new tie. So it's a fabulous opportunity. Those will be around forever. Um, you know, because, you know, when you're flying business class, you need to have a nice mask on. <laughs> you want to upgrade your mask. Yes, you definitely do. Um, I being know, cheap and not wanting to match, I just got some Hanes t-shirt masks. And so it looked like I was wearing underwear on my face for the duration of the pandemic. Yeah. Now I do I've got have, my, I've got my pink, pink gingham, pink gingham mask here. So uh, one manufacturer that I'll happily name drop is uh, Rain Spooner, man, uh, who are the makers of the only proper Aloha shirt uh, that are really magnificent items. They released masks in their uh, signature patterns. So I have my mask with the state flower and flags of Hawaii pattern, you know, in Hawaiian shirt material. Um, but the tiebar.com, who I have name dropped on your podcast before for selling ties with flamingos on them, have it's a uh, five masks for $30. Uh, they've got the built in nose wire, huh? they're uh, double layered plus uh, a slot to put a filter if you wish. And they're in really nice uh, shirting materials that, and they sell variety packs of like, you know, a whole, I bought a whole. I, you know, a set of pinks, a set of blues, a mixed set, florals. Uh, so some really good uh, uh, expansive ways to, to, to mix up your, your outfits. Dan, anything you're adding to your uh, 2021 flock fashion uh, wardrobe? No. <laughs> I, um, I am thinking I may need to upgrade uh, my sweatshirt top uh because it may have permanent stains on it you never know with me um i'm gonna keep going with pink pants so i think the pink on the bottom is is really a, a nice touch um you know uh, and pink shorts as well i have pink shorts so keep that going and then mix that with uh an official and this is one of the things i think mixing uh we talked about this back in 2019 mixing official gear with unofficial gear is really what you lean towards in, in kind of tying it all together. Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah. You've got that one, one, uh, one team piece or flock piece and then, uh, and then mix it up. Like now you've got, um, who, who is the manufacturer of your pink paints? Uh, those are polo. Nice. Those polo are polo. The, okay. Yeah. And then my, I have, are, uh, Izod, I think they're like old. I inherited them or found them at a thrift store or something. Because, yeah, Izod used to make quite a range. Um, I have a pair that I can't wear this season from Brooks Brothers because they're stretchy and meant to be stretchy. Uh, <laughs> counterpoint to, you know, the young kids who want to be baggy. Um, these are, the, yeah, the, uh, you know, if you want, it's one thing, you know, if you're wearing something, they need to, uh, no, I'm just going to stop. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna self-edit there. We're gonna. We're just not gonna. Yeah, never mind. You can. You, can uh, um, you know, I have a pair of uh, another pair of pink pants uh, that are. I'm. I'm uh, a little too hefty to wear. It's a little bit of the 15 pounds of sausage in a 10 pound bag. Um, so that's. You know, you want to avoid that. Um, one of the, the the groups that I think have been making some fire uh, material, uh, uh, Labaro 608. I really like that logo. 
Um, and they just released a tie-dyed sweatshirt kind of pink that I think kind of goes with that Visco feel if you want to go with, you know, Gen Z, represent the kids. Um, you know, I, I don't think, uh, Mike, you would, you're, you're a big tie-dye person, but, you know, maybe in the right circumstances you could pull it off. But I'm a huge fan of their um, hemispheric uh, kit that they released last year and wear that a lot. Yeah, with um, the, the flag logos and all of that, yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, it's truly, truly excellent uh, bit of outfit. Um, yeah, I was going to name drop Levi's coming in. Fashion. That should Sorry? come back. That's a piece of 2020 fashion that I think deserves a rollout in 2021. Absolutely, absolutely. And I was showing some of our stuff uh, – to a coworker and she was looking at all the things in the, on the flock store that were sold out. And she's like, Oh, you need to get more of these in. I'm like, well, no, that was, that was our, our limited release thing. And she's like, well, but where, what, you know, I didn't know about this in 2019. You need to bring back that. Is, are, is that pride shirt coming back for June? I'm like, no, that was last year's pride shirt. So uh, we may need to do a, um, some sort of limited uh, back stock. Well, what do you call it? Like when you, um, if you get a chance to, you know, buy back years that you missed in your 401k or something, a catch up provision. <laughs> well, now that I'm not unemployed due to pandemic, I would like to buy hundreds of dollars worth of, 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 of merchandise. Yeah. I think that, that's where, relief. I mean, we've got enough good stuff now that I think we can go with at some point the retro collection from forward Madison, uh, or the flock. Um, but yeah, those, those, uh, you know, hemispheric shirts were, were fantastic. Um, Paisley, Paisley's asking us to move it on to the, uh, Omaha match preview. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, Dan, I don't have much to add to our Omaha match preview other than, you know, best fans in USL league one. Uh, you know, I think that's really all that needs to be said. I, I do have one thing I think that people will probably find fascinating if they don't already know this. Um, I'm going to recommend that anyone who hasn't Googled this before, Google owl lengths. Owls have been, have been screwing with us for years. I'm just going to leave it at that. That is my, that is my major match tidbit preview spell the second word for us l e g s owl's owl legs okay legs. owl legs google it they've been snowballing us for years snowy owls no any type of owl owl i think legs. barn owl maybe barn bar owl legs bar none uh mike what what, what what observations do you have going into wednesday night's match well um so they got a new corporate sponsor. Uh, X-Vision? Uh, no, uh, MyPillow <laughs> is now a sponsor of, uh, of, of, uh, of uh, the, the Union Omaha. Am I wrong? Did that fall through? It's one of the... Yeah, I, apparently Mike Lindell is one of their sponsors. So... <laughs> So I feel like this is the time that we all have pink feather boas at home from 2019. I think we need to bring all the feathers to the flock end. And I think we, I was hoping Kyle would be here so that I could try to sell him on a, I think we need a, a, a chant that is flock your pillow. Boom, 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 boom. You know, 
<laughs> I can't tell if this is a bit or- like Sarah and Jean's nuptials. It wasn't true and will become <laughs> true once I actually. No, I was told that that uh, that my pillow is now a sponsor of. Uh, <laughs> are you guys googling quickly to see if it's? Yeah, we are. We're just, we're just quick. We're, I'm actually sending a message to the legal stylist to make sure he's aware of what's happening right now. Yeah, we we definitely <laughs> need to clear this with the legal stylist. Uh, I mean, because it's really raising a whole new level because we've got, you know, one team in the league where it's just the fans are a bunch of white supremacists. But now we've got one uh, that is actually just funded by white supremacists. So uh, so that's cool. I'm not sure. I have not heard this. Uh, (laughs) If you don't hear us next week, it's because we've been sued into oblivion. I should know that their kit sponsor is a is a cancer, uh, some sort of. I think well, anti- I, I'm against cancer. They, they're <laughs> sponsored by cancer. Is there no depth to which they will not plunge? Uh, I mean, you know, if I if, would love to say that we've been setting up Mike for these jokes, but that is not true. This no, guy is just—he's, you know, and, he should have his own podcast. As well. I think we need to add a new disclaimer where we put out that we are not, uh, you know, responsible for the liable for the content and the opinions of our well, guests. I'm fine with that. I just am more I, yeah. impressed with Mike's wit and charm and quick mind. Well, I mean, Mike, Mike should have his own podcast. I think, you know, where maybe he just, I, I kind of imagine you, Mike, going through the fashions every week, but that might get a little mean. Mm, yeah. Uh, so uh, for the record, um, comments, content, and opinions expressed on the Forwards Backwards podcast do not represent those of Forward Madison Football Club, of the flock, of the host, of the guests, or of producer Paisley. I, I think, yeah, in fact, one of our first episodes, we made clear that the opinions we express don't actually even re- express our own opinions. Um, <laughs> that we're, not, we're not responsible for anything related to this podcast. So, um, we're, In fact, I would go so far as to call every aspect of this podcast irresponsible. uh uh, dan can you disagree no uh with that i think uh as forward madison's leading and anti-podcast anti-podcast empty anti i wanted to say antifa um you know like i'm a fox (laughs) news host warning you about the dangers of of the anti-fascists um which cracks me up to no end um but uh i will say (laughs) My grandfather has a medal for being an anti-fascist. <laughs> uh, yeah, as does uh, now dad. My we all have a country. Yeah. <laughs> we thought, at least we yeah. thought we did. We thought, this, we thought that was a team effort, uh, yeah. the anti-fascism, but apparently we're wrong. <laughs> of course, uh, I also thought we won the Civil War, but if you look around the rest of our league, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, until next time. We say forwards, not backwards, upwards, not forwards, and always twirling, twirling, twirling towards freedom. (laughs) 